Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Danny Molly. And uh, Danny, you had a, a topic today that you really wanted to dive into that you were excited about. So let's get into it. What, do, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about pain. Ooh. Um, pain, pain, pain. We all have it. We all experience it. It's part of the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're taught really, and I, I, this teaching and this lesson is really coming through for me right now about going into pain. Uh, I actually just taught a live class through MSU last week in our groups that we we do. And if you want to become a member of that, you can reach out to one of us. We do a couple a couple classes every uh, every month where you can get access to the coaches. And I was teaching that pass, uh, class on going into pain. And the more I was thinking about it and the more that I started observing the relationships that I had and started looking at society, I started to really notice this common trend that everything we do at the way Western society is set up is to avoid pain. And I'm talking mainly about emotional, but look at everything. Everything we do is about creating comfort. I know there's a a good book called, I believe it's called The Comfort Crisis. And everything that we're doing is about how to be more comfortable, right? And so what if that is wrong? What if the only way for us to actually ascend and elevate is to see this pain and go into it? Now, Rachel always says, love your pain. How can we get to there? So throughout this podcast, I just want to start touching upon some of the things that we've seen maybe within ourselves um, about pain and uh, why not to avoid it and why not to fear it? Because there's a lot of people out there that fear it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So much fear. While you were talking about that, I wrote down uh, distractions. And um, one of my clients uh, was talking about how she has this thing of loneliness. And it's something that I can resonate with a lot because First of all, like I spend a lot of time by myself and I love it. I love like my quiet time. I love all those things. But sometimes it gets to a place where the mental programs of, oh, you're lonely and nobody wants to be with you and nobody wants to spend time with you come up for me. And then I'm faced with loneliness. And I realize that for so much of my life, I've just distracted myself, you know, and she was talking about how as soon as loneliness comes up, she goes, she's like, wants to go to happy hour, or she like wants to call a friend, or mm. she wants to do all of these things. And it's true, this whole world and the society is set up for you to be so distracted by the TV, by the film, by advertisements, by commercials, by everything other than you being still with yourself. And God forbid, we were still with ourselves. And I think that's what the pandemic was for many of us. And that's why so many of us started waking up because it was the first time where everything had to stop and you had to just be still. And I Mm -hmm. think that's when people started being like, whoa, what is all of these things underneath that? And that's what people want to avoid, right? You constantly want to avoid being still with yourself because there is so much fear in facing oneself. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, the world stood still for a little bit there Mm -hmm. with with the, the, the pandemic and everyone had to be like, okay, well, let's just be still. And then they realized, oh, I can't be still because there's so much 
going on underneath mm -hmm. you know i know for a lot of people the the time where they were off work uh, for some people it was amazing and they had the best time and then the other people they were kind of like locked in their rooms right. uh, couldn't leave i know people who are in cities you know they had to stay in their apartments for like weeks mm -hmm. and then they're left to sit in their pain yes and um it's really difficult because what i'm seeing in society is we're not taught how to approach pain in a healthy way mm. even the the concept of death in the west mm. is deeply feared oh my god like worried about death constantly worried about dying right yes it was one of my deepest deepest fears um which was causing a lot of anxiety in my childhood was like oh, we're gonna die and that and we're nothing and yeah we'll just end so mm -hmm. like that, that's where my health anxiety comes from whenever that kicks mm. in is mm -hmm. i don't you know i don't want to die mm. um but the truth of the matter is you know we're spiritual beings here having a human experience and that pain is gonna come yeah it's just part it's just part of life yeah. and once we change our mindset into actually seeing it and stop mm -hmm. distracting ourselves then we can really start to excel so you mentioned the word distraction i think that's yeah. a great place for us to kind of like go into to start what are some of the things that you've seen in yourself that you distract to avoid yourself from going into pain Oh, um, it's always phone calls to friends. It's always, let me call someone so that I don't have to feel this and they can take me out of this emotion that's arising in me. Um, something I do is like, even something as the other day, I was feeling a lot of pain in me and I was like, I need to go into nature. And I realized like, even that was, uh, uh, even though I'm so peaceful in nature and it really brings me back to myself, I realized that was me trying to avoid the pain again. So mm -hmm. it shows up in so many different ways. And it's interesting because this brings me to coping mechanisms, right? Like I, I know somebody who is a quote unquote life coach. And this person made a video recently about all the coping mechanisms you can do to, to really get through what you're feeling. And as I was watching it, I was like, all I kept saying was no, 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 no. Because the coping mechanisms, they're called coping because it's coping with the pain, but it's not actually transforming or healing anything. Mm. And what it does is, yeah, we feel a little better after it's over, but that's going to come knocking on your door. Maybe not tomorrow, but the next day or the next week or the next month, it's always going to come back. So, and all we do is cope and put a bandaid on it. And we think like, okay, we're good now. And it's like, no baby, because this cycle will loop again. And that's, that's another thing we do is we loop in cycles because we're afraid to face what keeps us in the pattern. Mm, mm. Totally. Mm -hmm. So that's great. You brought some great stuff there. Let's, let's talk on uh, So you mentioned coping mechanisms. At MSU, we're really encouraged to kind of ditch all of our coping mechanisms. Yeah. So we're talking working out. We're talking yeah. sometimes walks in nature, using plant medicine, using mm -hmm. alcohol, using some for some people even coffee. Um, working out. Did you say that? Working out. Yeah, yeah the gym, working mm -hmm. out, meditation, yeah. breath work. Now, mm -hmm. especially these last two, they get very loaded for some people because yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of like energy around how good meditation is and how good breath work is. And it is, it has a place totally. for sure. Mm -hmm. It definitely does. But you've got to figure out what is the energy that you're coming to it with. Are you coming to meditation to escape your pain? Right. That's where it's the problem. Yes. Because if you're escaping the pain and you're avoiding it by meditating, mm -hmm. you're just further entrenching your pain. 
mm-hmm. you're further pushing it away and yes. allowing it to go deep in you. Mm-hmm. And then it's still going to come out and manifest in some behavioral, mental or emotional program, probably all three in many different facets, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with breathwork. Yes. And here's the thing. Me and Danny can speak about this because we have used and done every modality. I've done breath work. I've done, I meditated every day consistently for three years. And let me tell you something it brought, I would, as soon as I feel pain, I'd be like, I got to go into meditation. And I realize now like that was just a way for me not to feel how excruciating it felt in my body. And like, yeah, I felt calm after meditation, but I didn't really do anything. You know, I was just there for 20 minutes, just in it out of the pain so that I couldn't face it. And then I'd walk around and be like, yeah, I meditated. I'm better. And it's like, no, you're not just for the moment you are. But again, here's what you did. You just distracted yourself with another modality. So we can speak about these things because we've been there. And mm-hmm. I, you too, you've, you've been, you've done ayahuasca. And like, mm-hmm. that's another thing is someone just said to me the other day, he's like, I have so much pain. He's like, I feel like, you know, I should go do ayahuasca and like really help me to like really heal this. And I was like, no, <laughs> like that's not that's not the end all be all at all. At well, all. I, th- I think one of the things that ayahuasca actually can help people with is it can actually force people into pain. And that that's where it can be beneficial Absolutely. is like the mechanism behind it is it's going to show you all your shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like all the things that you've been trying to suppress may come up. It may right. do, it may not. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. What everyone experiences with that medicine is very, very unique to them. Um, but again, it's giving your power away and mm-hmm. you you don't need that. You don't need to go all the way to Peru to have this experience when right. all you need to do is learn the skills to go into your heart and go into your pain yourself again wouldn't recommend do, like starting to just jump into your pain without a professional come yeah. see us at msu we'll help you through that process it's not that uh, difficult it's pretty simple mm-hmm. but allowing the pain to be felt through your heart is mm-hmm. what actually heals yes avoiding the pain and trying to just sit in uh, for a long time i was like trapped in this thing like should i go into a cave and become like a yogi yep me too like is that my path? Mm-hmm. And I remember having this conversation with someone who was who was on the spiritual development path as, as well. And she, I was like, I really feel like I want to go down here, but I also want to be in the West. She was like, you can do both. And I was like, oh, I don't think I can. And in my mind, because I was thinking the only way to spiritually evolve mm-hmm. is to go hide in a cave. <laughs> but that's avoiding all of my pain. Right. I see that now. Yeah. But that was that even that concept of like, oh, to be a spiritual um, practitioner, you have to isolate yourself right. and avoid all of the pain. That makes right. no sense. It makes Think no sense. Think about it, folks. Yeah, because in actuality, it's easier to go into a into the cave and live there. It's harder to exist in society um, surrounded by everything and everyone. That's hard work because you will constantly be triggered. You will constantly be seeing aspects of yourself that you don't want to see. When you're in a cave, nobody's triggering you. It's just you in the cave. So it is another form of bypassing in many ways. And, you know, I wanted to to touch upon giving power away because that's what we do too to breath work and to ayahuasca and to peyote and to all of these things. We give our power away, which keeps the energy of being powerlessness alive and well within us. And it is really truly until you walk into the powerlessness and you sit with yourself and you start to understand where was this first created? 
that's when the work really begins. You know, today I was uh, I was in nature and I was doing a hike and I was making I was making TikTok videos because I had all these things come up while I was walking. And one of the things was I always felt so different uh, growing up. I, I love people. I love being a part of community, all these things. But since I was little, I always remember looking around and thinking, I'm not like anybody. And what is wrong with me? literally the question my whole life was what's wrong with me? And then there's something wrong with me. And I I I used to wish this the, the, the thing that I'm different, I wanted it to go away. I used to literally say to myself every day, I just want to be normal. I just want to mm. be like the world. I want to be like these people. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be like this. And what that created was the energy of self-hatred. I started to hate this aspect of myself that I was different, that I was not like other people. And mm. now in my process, I'm learning how to turn that hate into such deep self-love, understanding and knowing now that my soul chose that for a reason. Because if I didn't feel so isolated and ostracized and so different, it would have never pushed me into myself or, or the desire to want to seek more within me. And so now I understand like all of these things that used to be um, um, negatives in my life are actually the greatest gifts. And now I love that I'm different. I love that I'm not like anybody else because I'm not here to be like everybody else. And for so long, that space was just filled with something's wrong with you. You're the worst, like you're this, you're that. And it was just like the abuse of self is so deep in us mm. and it's so easy for us. And now I truly understand love every aspect, every aspect of yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. That's self-love. Yes. That's self-love. Yes. And while self-love is also taking a bath and taking the night off sure. and doing whatever you got to do to look after yourself, real self-love is seeing your pain, <clears throat> seeing the parts of you that you may hate and diving into that with love and light and power. Yeah. You know, I wanted to talk about something that you said earlier because I was journaling today and what you said really stuck with me of... Um, I was telling you that I have a lot of um, trauma with uh, body, my body and food. And I feel like for most of all of my life, I've been very disconnected from my body because of my upbringing, because like I grew up in a family that was very fat phobic and I was chubby growing up. So all I've ever heard was the, 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 that my body wasn't good enough. I wasn't mm -hmm. good enough. And so I started to look to food as an escape, as comfort and all of these things. And Right now, the body is coming up big for me. And I, you and I were talking about this because you have obviously a different journey with it, but you and I understand like, you know, the struggle with the body and like all this stuff. And you said to me, it's not, it's about healing the energy and not doing everything else, but avoiding the energy. So like before it was like, I need to work out seven days a week and I need to just eat salad and da, 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 da. And it's like, you can do all these external things, but it's not actually healing the energy of what is coming up for you when it comes to the self abandonment of the body and all. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. It is the yeah. energy behind it. Because then it goes into the thing that Rachel always says, which is you can't change your behavior with a behavior. It, mm. it, it's just, you can try. But if there's an energy at the root, which is creating the behavior, right. it's just going to, there's going to be something else that's created yes. from that, that bit of energy that is living within you, the subtle energy that is in there. Yes. So yeah, we have to go in at the root level. And the only way to change that, whatever that wound, that core root wound is, the only way to change that is to go into your pain. Right. But yeah, we're taught in society, avoid your pain. And right. 
and then when you think about men, poor like I, men and women have an equally difficult time on this earth for completely different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, men are just taught, you know, oh, don't tap into your emotions. Be you've got to be strong, you know, yeah. strong and tough. Mm-hmm. So how are they ever supposed to figure out about going into pain right. when they're not even, you know, societally right. allowed to? Right, right, totally, absolutely. And that's why, you know, men, uh, I used to, when I, before I was conscious, I used to just like shit on men all the time, you know, and not like, why can't they connect? Why are they so emotionless and all of these things? And now I understand so much deeper, you know, men suffer so much because they have no outlet to be able to be emotional or sensitive. It's like all of these things that we've been conditioned to believe that that that's what makes a man weak when mm-hmm. in reality, that's what makes a man strong. Mm. Yeah. And, and if you, you know, you're listening to this and you want, well, that's why society is the way that it is. That's Mm -hmm. why we're seeing all these problems and, and everything that's going on in the world is partly is because of this mindset of avoiding pain, suppressing pain, don't go into your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, and the being emotional is weak. It's quite the opposite quite the opposite we've got to tap back into our hearts tap back into what it means to feel as a society to feel our pain and Mm -hmm. love it with every ounce of our being to really love it and and that's where your transformation is going to start yeah and the longer that we dance around doing these all these different coping mechanisms we're just going to keep avoiding and dancing around the problem yeah Yeah. you know while you're talking i i made this video once of like um, how these modalities don't really do like, it's not really true transformational healing. And one of the girls, uh, a commenter wrote to me, um, I don't agree with you because when I work out, I feel better. Right. And what, what that, what that brought up in me is, you know, people that have lost a ton of weight, right. That they've worked out, they've eaten mm. all this stuff. Yeah. But even when they're a hundred pounds under, they're still unhappy because you're just fixing the outside and not, it's like a car, you know, Mm. the engine is messed up, (laughs) right? But you keep like scrubbing the car and putting in a car wash and like it's, and you put rims on it and it looks all sparkly, but you're not going into the engine and seeing, oh, it's an internal thing, not an external thing. Correct. And that's why even the term diets don't work because it's a temporary covering up the way to truly evolve is to transform consciousness. Yes. Everything is energy and everything has consciousness. So yes. When we evolve at the consciousness level, so we go in and instead of going on a diet, it's your diet. It's not I'm going on a diet. A diet is what you put in your body. If you're going on a diet, you're going to resort back to what you what you weren't eating. Mm. Um, if I'm, does that make sense? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah, you your diet is what you put in your body on a daily basis. Mm. You can never go on a diet. Going on mm. a diet is a ridiculous concept because you're already saying that it's temporary and you're going to revert back to the way where you were going before, which mm-hmm. is ultimately going to take you back to the body or whatever you were trying to, the means of health, metric of health that you were trying to achieve before. Yes. Yes. So allowing your consciousness to evolve and seeing, oh, well, I don't want to eat. If we're looking at diet, right? We don't want to eat these foods. I don't want to eat these foods. Well, why? Mm-hmm. Because these foods are going to have this effect on my body. Mm-hmm. And I love myself enough mm-hmm. to not put those in my 
my body. My mm-hmm. body is so sacred that mm-hmm. I don't want to put that in. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's that's true evolution. And yes. that that if you really want to make changes with your diet, start at self-love. Mm-hmm. Really. That's what it is, guys. Because first of all, the diet is already telling you that there is an energy that lives within you that you feel like you need to change, you know, which is a lack of self-love, right? And obviously we should all be healthy. We should all be taking care of ourselves, but like go deeper. It's deeper than, it's always deeper than what you think it is. You know, Mm. my mom uh, was telling me there's a show on TLC called the 600 pound life, right? And it's a documentary show that follows all these people who are 600 pounds and up. And her, she was telling me the problem with the show is that the doctor is always screaming at them for um, going back to like unhealthy eating habits or not working out as much and all these things. And she was like, why is the doctor trying to change everything on a physical level, right? So the bypass gastric surgery and all of these things when it's rooted by the emotional trauma they suffered when they were a kid. I said, exactly, exactly why we are so sick. Because all they do is tell us to change the outside. I mean, look at plastic surgery. Me being Korean, South Korea is one of the top countries in the world for plastic surgery because they're hurting inside, but they want to fix it on the outside. And that's all we do. Even something like the Kardashians, you know, in our society of like, be perfect on the outside and you will be happy. And we get sicker and darker and darker because of it. And And why? Because we're avoiding the pain. Right. Because if there's pain there that's causing you to want to have plastic surgery. Right. You're avoiding it by changing yourself physically. Yes. Yes. But you're not going into the pain and transforming it. So you're never going to feel that. Mm -hmm. Because everything is energy. So you got to get to the place in your life. When was this energy first created? Because you know yourself at this point when an energy comes up. You know, oh, I know when the last time I felt this, go deeper, go deeper mm. until you hit it. You know, I always, I don't want to be gross, but I always think of it like a pimple, you know, like there is a root to the pimple that you really need to extract. But all we do is just pop it on the surface level and then we leave it and it comes back again as a pimple. You got to go deep into the wound and extract it because when you hit the wound, it will hit you in your heart in a way that you've never felt before. And then you'll go, oh, this is when it was created. Mm -hmm. And that's when the transformation really begins. Yeah. 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 That that's where it begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where it begins. That's where it happens. Uh, it's something that I always talk about. I love the map of consciousness. If yeah. if people are listening to this and they don't know what I mean, jump on Google real quick, map of consciousness, and you'll see David Hawkins outlines the the different levels of consciousness. And the only way for us to get to the top ones, which are enlightenment, love, peace, joy, right? In his book, like the pathway of surrender, letting go is by going through the lower emotions of shame, guilt, fear, right? Mm-hmm. And so the only way for us to get to peace, to love, mm-hmm. to joy, is to feel our pain, yes. to go into the fear, to go into the shame. And I know this contradicts everything that you've probably been taught. Yes. I know most therapy out therapies out there, the ones that I've been in, yeah. they take you, oh, this is where you're like – your pain and they kind of like allow you to just talk about your pain, which is good because you're starting to get in there, but you're not really getting into the 
energy of why it was created in the first place right. and the and the moment and the time and then bringing love to that yes. and really loving it yes. i mean and everyone has different experiences with with therapy and there's there's some fantastic therapists out there but there's also a lot of therapy that can kind of dance around a lot of things and 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 not really allow you to go super deep in Yes. And what we're here to do at MSU is to guide you deep into your pain. Yes. So you might be listening to this and be thinking like, I'm not ready to go into my pain. That sounds <laughs> terrible. I've, I have this conversation with people all the time. All the time. And they're, and they're like, it literally, you can see it in their eyes. They're mm -hmm. scared. Mm -hmm. And I listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, yeah. Take it away. But the question is, do you want to stay here or do you want to just, you, do you want to keep leveling up and seeing what else is out there for you? Cause truly when you walk through the fear, the fear was never anything, but think about how much fear blocks you from really opening up the portal of magic mm. of, of true evolution as a being truly, you know, I think you and I, Danny, we can sit here and honestly say, Woo, the levels we were even a year ago. Think about where you were a year ago and think about where you are now. And this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how far are you willing to go? You know, how, how far will you push yourself to truly understand what this life could be for you? And that's about looking at the pain and walking straight into it. Straight in. Because you are um, the light. Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on, guys. You know? <laughs> but um, that's what we teach at MSU is true yeah. transformational healing on an energetic level. We work with energy. That's what we do. Yeah, we go into that. And listen, it's not something that, this is what I was saying in the class I was teaching. You can't just decide one day, okay, I've listened to this podcast. I'm going into pain. I'm going to flick a light switch. Right. Boom. I'm going into pain for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that because mm -hmm. what happens is, and it's it's I'm becoming more and more aware of my own mental programs and the way that they work and the, my own feelings where I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to focus all day, every day of going into pain, going into pain and it, I'll drop into my heart and I'm growing my light and I'm, I'm doing all the work and it's great. And then I wake up the next day and I feel much better. Mm. And I'm like, wow, I really knew some stuff yesterday. I don't need to do my practice today. Yesterday right. was great. Right. And then the mental programs take over and convince you that you don't need to do things and they're validating all your feelings and they're justifying your choices for not doing certain things, which you should be, you know, developing this practice to go inwards. And then all of a sudden, a few days have passed and you've stopped the practice right? and pain shows up. And instead of going into it, you avoid it. Yep. This is a practice you must do every day and as much as you can all day, every day. Mm -hmm. It is wake up, drop into your heart, do the work, mm -hmm. grow the power of your light mm -hmm. and prime yourself for the, for the rest of the day. So that when you encounter pain, instead of avoiding it, you're going into it. Yes. And when you can start living your life from that power of, yeah, bring on the pain, bring it on. Yeah. I welcome it. Nope. Try and fuck with me because I'm the yep. light motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> yes. It's it so on. true. It's so true. It's so true. So, for everyone at home, if this is really ringing in your soul, just go to mastersofselfuniversity.com. You can set up a free consultation with any of our coaches. Um, let's sit down. Let's chat. Let's talk about it. Because if you're ready to graduate from this grade, we'll help you get to the next grade for sure. Yeah.
Um, and the next grade's mastery. This is yeah. what this is. We, we teach. Yeah, we teach mental emotional mastery. Um, and that's what this is. You can, you, the more that you uh, start listening to these concepts and start trying to see them in society, you'll understand that there is a collective sickness of avoiding pain. Yes. And and we're here to end that. We're here to go into it and we're here to transform. So let's do it. Let's stop avoiding. Let's stop escaping. Let's stop disconnecting. Let's start actually being true to ourselves. Let's honor ourselves and let's go in, baby. Let's mm. go in. Yes. Yes. Mm. And on that note, guys, uh, subscribe, check us out at masterselfuniversity.com. Share, like, do all the beautiful things. Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate you guys and love you guys more than you know. And until uh, next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.